Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Friday, July 28th. It's six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. As the skies turn dark over Indianapolis, a storm is approaching. You can find us both on Twitter. He's at Rob M. Kendall. I'm at Casey Daniels 317. And right now we're streaming live on YouTube. Type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So we start off today, indictments, impeachment, and aliens. That is what is going on. And a full slate of Republican presidential candidates including Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. They are set to speak in front of the Iowa GOP's annual dinner in Des Moines tonight. 13 different hopefuls are going to speak in front of a crowd of what it's expected to be about 1,000 people. It's a sellout crowd. And this is going to be the first time that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are both attending the same event at the same time in Iowa. You know, there are many things I love about this job, mainly that it's well climate controlled there's no heavy lifting involved uh and it requires minimal effort on my part but one of the things that is very frustrating oh come on that was funny you can laugh at that it's okay everybody knows we half-ass it here every single day we're in radio that's why we went into radio we we can dress casually too we wanted to try we would have gone into television and we'd look like phil sanchez but we're here we're radio (laughs) people so much effort it's part of look we make seven cents an hour and the uh, the agreement with our management is i don't have to wear high heels exactly anyway uh one of the things that is interesting about this job is that there are days where when I'm putting the template together the night before, you will sometimes, there's like two or three kind of core stories. You say, okay, we're going to lead with this. And then the rest of the template, you go, wow, it's kind of a stretch to fill out three hours of radio. I hope we can make that entertaining. And then there are days where you say, I need seven hours of radio to get through all the stuff that could be covered. And today is one of those days because there is a colossal amount of stuff going on. And as always, they wait until like midnight for it all to happen after we've completed our work and said, here we go. Let's get prepared for tomorrow. And late last night. Here come more indictments against Donald Trump. Yep, he's expected to be indicted soon. This is a third case. His campaign operation continuing to pay his legal bills. And I'm going to be honest, I had to read the article a handful of times because I the headline, oh, okay, more investigation into Donald Trump. What is it this time? Yeah, so here's what happened. It is related. This is related. This is wild because we actually had a whole thing on our uh, story to get to and we'll get to about him potentially being indicted related to January 6th and election interference. And that's a, it's so weird because that was like, okay, this will be our lead story. This is what we're going to talk about. And then this thing comes down and it kicks that off being the lead, the lead story. So there are new indictments, new charges related to the documents case. Mm-hmm. This is part one and it involves him allegedly having video at Mar-a-Lago deleted mm-hmm. so that the prosecution couldn't get access to it. So very high level, cut through all the legal mumbo jumbo. There are now, I guess, I guess four new charges much centering around that. Yeah, and there's also charges now on a maintenance man who apparently moved documents while in Florida. Isn't it fascinating? And we have said this and we are, if nothing else, we are always consistent on this show. And we have consistently said, 
that if Donald Trump did something illegal, then throw the book at him. However, you cannot throw the book at one guy and then the other guy is right over here. Mm -hmm. And on this thing, he is as equally guilty. I mean, it's obvious Biden took the documents. He has stuff from when he was a U.S. senator. There is zero reason that he could have something from a classified document from when he was a U.S. senator without deliberately removing it from a classified area. There's no interpretation. There's no... There's uh, no presidential act. I can think it away. And yet Biden just skates around here, around society, just... He's not even worried he's going to be charged. And so that is the conversation. If Trump did something illegal, fine. Prosecute him. Throw the book at him. Whatever phraseology you want to use. But everybody else has to go too. Deserves the same treatment. How does Hillary, how is Hillary walking around? How is Biden walking around? It, It has to be equal or it's nothing. Either this law matters or it doesn't. There's many places where jaywalking is still technically illegal. No one gets arrested for jaywalking anymore because it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like if the light, if the man, if the flashing man is not up, but there are no cars around, it is utterly ridiculous that you don't cross the street. The police know that. That's why no one gets arrested for jaywalking. If this law is stupid and doesn't matter, then fine. Everybody goes free. If the law matters, then everybody goes down. You got a woman bleaching servers, hiding things in her bathroom. You've got Biden with stuff from when he was a senator they should never have. So either everybody goes or nobody goes. Well, and in terms of Joe Biden and the documents that he had in the garage, you know, now there's been pictures released of Hunter Biden driving the Corvette around with women in the Corvette. So you know that he was in the garage getting the car out where the Biden documents were. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is completely ridiculous. Look, they're not stopping. They're going to do everything that they can to try to get rid of Trump. Uh, obviously, they want to punish him. They And they're not just punishing him. They're trying to punish you if you're a Trump voter or a Trump supporter. Now, can I do tinfoil hat for just a second, Casey, yeah. please? So this will now likely delay the trial that was scheduled to start in May. Remember, initially, the judge was like, we're going to start in August. And there, there's people like, there's no way that's happening. And then now it had been moved back to May. Well, now this will likely move this trial either past the presidential election or at the very least up to the presidential election, which means not only will it ensure likely that Trump gets the nomination, but then he would not be able to be removed from the ballot. So he is I mean, it is the best thing for him to become the Republican nominee for president if if that were your desire. So if you want to play tinfoil hat, this is exactly what the Democrats would want because he will continue to get votes sympathetically. He will become the nominee. And then the guy theoretically could be on trial while he's running for president of the United States. But I think that if you are a Trump supporter, you know this stuff, it's baked in and they're okay with it. Sure. His, his vote total, if you believe polls, at the very least hasn't changed at all. And some polls, it's grown. It's certainly grown relevant to his lead over the next closest person, which is which is Ron DeSantis. All right, why don't we do this? Because there's so much going on. So that is the new thing that happened late last night. Before that, mm-hmm. there at a totally separate thing involving Trump, th- there was a meeting between Trump's attorneys and the Department of Justice involving potential different charges 
over January 6th and election interference. Mm-hmm. And let's take a break and get into that when we come back because Trump commented on this. He Trump was on was Truth Social last night. thing about it. Yes. So uh, let's get into that. It's so much Trump drama. Well, it's a day that ends in why. It's more Trump drama. Yep, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. <laughs> Still working on that. 19 minutes after 9, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So lawyers for Donald Trump, they met with members of Jack Smith's team. He's that special counsel who's trying to indict Trump again. And this time it's uh, over his trying to overturn possibly the results of the 2020 election. There's just so much going on with Trump. Yes, let's calmly clarify to people. So yes, there have been four, if you're just joining us, there have been four new indictments, uh, new new charges against Trump. Trump related to the federal, the the charges on the documents. Mm -hmm. So that is a totally separate thing. Same guy, different stuff. So that is signed, sealed, and delivered. Before that happened last night, there was a rumor that Trump was about to be indicted on new charges Mm -hmm. related to it is believed election interference for his actions or comments on January the 6th. Yeah. All of this is stupid. All of this is ridiculous. All of this is a weaponization of law enforcement and the Justice Department in this country against a person who the left is just has just such seething hatred for. And what they're really doing is they're weaponizing law enforcement and the Justice Department against you. Because the message is, if we can do it to him with all of his fame and resources, think about what we can do to you. That's right. what this is about. It is about sending a message to regular people. Well, they're trying to get him out of the election. But what's actually happening is it just keeps getting pushed back. So it might actually help him in the long run. Well, if he can get it to, uh, if he can get all this stuff to like December of next year, mm-hmm. then... Well, he's probably home free for four years Well, and here's if he wins the presidency. Here's something interesting to think about. The Hunter Biden case could go to trial about the same time that Trump is scheduled to be tried in the Mar-a-Lago case next spring, both at the same time. So Trump's attorneys, again, this is before the actual in, uh, charges in the other, the documents case came down, had met with the DOJ earlier in the day on yesterday, July 27th, and Trump truthed out mm-hmm. about that, and I thought we might just do a dramatic reading. I think you're really good at that. All right, Let's so, do so it. So for those of you who are new to the program, we every so, every so often remind you of this, uh, people of this. Uh, I, Casey, I don't know if you know, I once interviewed former President Trump. It was a great dream. He did say I was a great dream. He said it was terrific. He wished every interview could be just like this. <laughs> and so as a tribute to that, mm-hmm. uh we when we read any of Trump's thoughts on social media, we play Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You in the background, and I read the thoughts in the voice that I believe is going on in Trump's head as he uses his thumbs to peck them out onto the Truth Social Media account. Are we ready? Does that all make sense? Yep. All right, let's go. And I... My attorneys had a productive meeting with the DOJ this morning. Explaining in detail that I did nothing wrong, was advised by many lawyers, and that an indictment of me would only further destroy our country. No indication of notice was given during the meeting. Do not trust the fake news on anything! Mm -hmm. Exclamation point. Nice. Good job. 
Thank you. Well, it is promising that he said that they had a productive meeting. <laughs> right? He feels like he got his point across, uh-huh. that he did nothing wrong. Yes. Well, I, how many times does Trump do this where he'll say something and then the exact opposite happens, and then it's the next tweet is the exact opposite of the thing that he had tweeted out before? Well, that is what the government does, right? If they say yes, they really mean no. Well, and so Trump, uh, in addition to pecking with his thumbs mm-hmm. on the truth social media. He did a video, he too. He put out, yes, multiple videos commenting on this. And I thought some of them were, even though Trump is kind of ridiculous sometimes, there sometimes most of the most of the time uh i thought he was pretty spot on with this when he said in the case of trump they're not going after the actual people who cheat they're going after the people who question the cheaters they don't go after the people who cheated in the election they only go after the people who report on or question the cheating this will go down as the biggest disgrace in american history even bigger than the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. If you don't have honest elections and strong borders, you don't have a country. And right now, we don't have a country. Okay, so does anybody believe any election at this point? Well, I mean, you have to question it. And even if you do, look, even if you don't believe the election or you do question the election, that's not a crime. There's, ask, no, there's nothing wrong with saying I think I think there is a national if you want to come out and say I think there's a national conspiracy against Donald Trump and that all the swing states were totally rigged and all the all the Democrat states were working in cahoots with one another. Be careful. You could be canceled for saying that. Uh, look, I mean, I don't I, there's nothing illegal about saying that, though. Mm. There's nothing illegal about questioning uh, elections in this country. All Donald Trump did on January 6th was hold a rally in which he he told people they should walk to the Capitol. He didn't say storm the Capitol. He didn't say break any laws. He didn't say enact violence. He wasn't at the front of the crowd with a bayonet yelling charge. He is entitled to hold rallies, and he is entitled to tell people where to walk to. It is not a crime to walk to the nation's Capitol. He told people to go home when some people misbehaved. But don't act like we're super concerned about this because basically every major metropolitan city in this country was burned to the ground practically in 2020, and the Democrats and the Department of Justice didn't care at all. Okay, he goes on to say that he's being targeted because he's leading in the polls, and (laughs) this video came with the heading, Election Interference. Crooked Joe Biden's targeted, weaponized DOJ and FBI are a grave threat to our democracy. They are doing Crooked's dirty work in attacking and persecuting Trump, and only doing so because I'm crushing DeSanctimonious and Biden in the polls. If I weren't winning in the polls, they wouldn't be doing it. If I weren't running, they definitely wouldn't be doing it. This is planned election interference of the highest magnitude and used to only happen in third world countries. But now it's happening in the USA. Hmm. Well, he's not wrong there. It is weaponization of the DOJ. And it's clear, I think, to most Americans that he is being attacked. All right. When we come back, we have to play one of the most interesting pieces of audio we have ever played on this show. Nancy Mace is a U.S. representative. Mm -hmm. She went to an event for Tim Scott, a prayer breakfast, and appears to say that she gave up banging someone she is not married to in order to make it to the prayer breakfast on time. Yep. We'll get to that coming I did up. not. Did I exaggerate what no, you're about she, to hear? No, she was very casual at what she was saying <laughs> this at this is prayer so breakfast. wild. Yeah. We'll get to it next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. 
It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Make sure you know your audience. Good morning. It's Kendall and Casey. 932. It's 93 WIBC. So Nancy Mace, she is a representative from South Carolina, and she was speaking at a prayer breakfast meeting, which was being hosted by Senator Tim Scott, who is running for president. And she shared a, a bit of a risque antidote during the speech. Uh, Senator Tim Scott, he, he was talking about the importance of keeping faith at the heart of the American experience. He was reading from the scripture, all things biblical. And uh, Nancy Mace kind of did a misstep. All right, Casey, let's just, you're dancing around it. Let's just be very direct with our audience. Uh, mm-hmm. We have very mature people. If you have a, a small child in the car, you may want to uh, plug their ears with some sort of safe substance because we want to, you know, this is a U.S. representative, so it's a news story and we need to cover it. But it would appear that Nancy Mace, in, while attending a prayer breakfast, indicated that she gave up an opportunity to have interpersonal relations with a person she is not yet married to in order to make sure that she made it to the prayer breakfast in a timely fashion. Yes. She's doing the polka, the posturepedic polka, the silly shuffle. (laughs) Said what it is. Uh, All right. You don't have to take our words for it. Uh, Let's hear from Nancy Mace. Take the advice, and then I end up paying for it when I don't take the advice. Um, but want to thank you for pulling this together. Another year, another standing room only event. And when I woke up this morning at seven, I, I was getting picked up at seven forty-five. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed, and I was like, "No, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. Uh, I got to get to the prayer breakfast, and I got to be on time." And a little TMI, but. Um, um, I, he'll, he can wait. He's got, we got, I'll see him later tonight. Um, but I was here early today. I'll take care of you later. I got to eat prayer breakfast. Uh, okay. Look, everybody leads whatever life they want to lead. And I, look, I would certainly be a hypocrite if I were to say, to cast judgment on these comments. So I'm not in any way casting judgment on her comments. What I am saying is that one, as a, State, oh, state. He's a U.S. representative. Probably not proper decorum to talk about your banging habits. <laughs> and two, lady, you're at a prayer breakfast. <laughs> like, it, it, not again that there is any way as a U.S. rep where you would say, boy, that's proper decorum to talk about how many times a day my fiance and I are even if you were married you shouldn't be talking about that mm-hmm. but especially to do it at a prayer breakfast yeah and and this is her fiance soon to be her fourth husband is this the okay so I was gonna I could not remember if she had been married two or three times previous now um maybe marriage not the thing for you <laughs> if the first three didn't work not out working out I right. mean I, look, and everybody is free to live their life as they see fit, but maybe 
this sort of freewheeling exposure of her lifestyle choices to everyone may give us a little insight into why the previous not one, not two, but three marriages did not work out. Well, she, and she even said, TMI, too much information. Yes! Yes! <laughs> at a prayer breakfast. Oh, okay. So, You're not sitting around. It's not a coffee clatch with yeah, your girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Casey, at any point, because you have been a public <laughs> speaker, you have been a television personality, you've been a radio personality, and you are indeed a woman. Thank at you any for po- At any point... In a public setting, whether you were speaking to a chamber of commerce or a rotary club or uh, whoever it might have been, <laughs> did you think I am going to take to this podium and the first words out of my mouth are going to be how I passed up on having interpersonal relations with my man <laughs> in order to be here with you clowns today? No. I mean, is she trying to tell him how important they are? Hey, I just want you to know that I passed up on getting Jiggy to be with you. No. Okay, so this was the 13th annual South Carolina Prayer Breakfast. They're very. She was very excited to get there on time, right? And Tim Scott is talking about this is an opportunity for us to truly celebrate faith, celebrate South Carolina, uh, just, just a, a risen Savior, the joy of living in a country where that's possible, all religious tones. And she's talking about getting busy. Okay, so you obviously as a woman know women. I feel like I have uh, done my part to say that I know women pretty well, too. There is no way she said that accidentally. There is no way that is like just a just slip of the mind. That is a deliberate statement so that everybody knows how you get down. She is saying, because look, Nancy Mace is, a well, is probably the most well-assembled member of the U.S. Congress. Maybe it's Boebert. <laughs> Maybe it's Nancy Mace. I mean, it's pretty we're, close. We're gonna play that game. I mean, there's not there's not a lot to choose from, right? I mean, that most of them look like uh, you know B. Arthur, but uh, she is wanting everybody to know now. When you think of Nancy Mace, I'm hey, an attractive hey, lady. That's the smoke rep who mm-hmm. does a lot of the mm-hmm. hibbity jibbity. But what does that do for her? Why would she do that intentionally? Other than uh, look at me, look at uh, me. I'm attractive. Uh, I'm still active. I'm not going to say because she's a word that rhymes with more. Okay. But I'm going to say she enjoys, as we used to She say, enjoys the attention? Well, as, as we used to say in high school, she enjoys the ATT that comes with people knowing how she gets down. All right. Let's talk about Kevin McCarthy. I know he's your favorite guy. Uh, <laughs> so earlier in the week, it sounded like he was saying, yeah, we're going to impeach Biden. And then yesterday, it sounded like he was backtracking on what? that, saying, well, no, I didn't say we were going to do it. I said there was the possibility that we were going to do it. Are you saying that Kevin McCarthy is a spineless, gutless weasel with no <laughs> core conviction and will will do whatever he thinks is the most politically expedient and take the path of least resistance? What, Casey? Yes. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Now, this is not time out now. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I am not going to let... Let you sit here, Casey. And besmirch the good well, name of Kevin McCarthy, who's at a 66% positive rating. Well, here's the thing. Jim Banks <laughs> told us what a fighter Kevin McCarthy is, and now he is going to be, you know, just 
really a tough guy when he gets in there and he's going to make all the tough choices mm-hmm. and he's really going to get the spending under control and he's really going to hold the Bidens accountable. Of course, the first thing he did was raise the debt ceiling and fund all of Biden's priorities with no cuts of any sort of substance. So, okay, Jimmy was wrong about that, but surely Jimmy would be right when he said Kevin is a fighter and a tough guy and he's going to hold the Bidens accountable because Jim Banks voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 consecutive times. Mm -hmm. All right, well, here he is. He's laying out all of the Biden lies and the discrepancy with the Delaware prosecutor. We then found that the president... Biden, while running for office, made a couple claims. He first looked the public in the eye and said, I've never spoken to my son about any business dealings. He said, my family has not taken one dime from China. In part of this investigation, we found that when the vice president became vice president, his family created 20 shell companies, kind of like what the 1023 said would happen. We found that 16 of the 17 payments from Romania came to the president while he was vice president. We now found that money did come from China, differently said. We've now found the president has changed what he said, but we have a real question about David Weiss and the attorney general and the other six people in the meeting. It's contradictive based upon what the IRS agents said and asked questions and took notes from the meetings and emailed everybody about those notes. So slow walking it, stalling, stalling. I mean, they've been investigating the Biden since 2019. Because, Casey, they don't, they, the Republicans, of course, the Department of Justice, they don't want to do anything to him. They don't, these people, I've told this story many, many times, but I remember when I first, and this is the state of Indiana government. So, you know, the federal government is infinitely worse than the state the, the, the state government. When I first got hired and went into the state house, it's been 10 years ago now, I remember talking with a very high-level person about the people in the state house, the lawmakers, and the person told me, they said, so many of these people are dirty, and and everybody walking around knows what they are, and I remember just naively asking, well, they're on different political sides. This is when the government was far more kind of balanced than it, than it is today in terms of super majorities or whatever, and I said, well, if... If they all, if they people know about somebody else, why wouldn't they, like, just blast them and put it out there? And then you could, you know, maybe it helps you win an election or gets more, you know, in your favor. And the person said, and it is one hundred percent true, they don't do it because almost all of them are dirty, yeah, and they all have the dirt on each other. And the politics thing is a joke. They don't actually, most of them, care about you. What they care about is their power. And there is this you know, unwritten rules like in the civil war when, you know, Hey, time out, we got to f- clear the battlefield. And there is the gentleman's agreement. No one shoots at each other. When we're clearing the battlefield, the gentleman's agreement in Washington still going or at the Indiana state house yeah. is we all know what everybody else is. And so if we're going to take somebody down, well, then we all might go down, too. So they are very hesitant to ever take down one of their own. Except for Donald Trump. Well, because, because he's, he's not one he's of their not own. one of their own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. So uh, McCarthy uh, also did say, by the way, boy, he is such a wimp, isn't he? He's kind of whispering in this he's, delivery. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, this is the, Jim Banks told us that this guy was the tough who guy. sounds like this. Yeah. Of all the people in the U.S. Congress, all the Republicans, old Jimmy said that Kevin McCarthy was the best we could do and that this was the listen just listen to this guy and he he's always like 
He's practically begging the media to agree with him when he's making definitive statements. And here he's talking about the impeachment inquiry and what it would take for that to actually happen. This is not saying impeachment. This is not anything but we need to investigate. And what happens, like you watched the situation yesterday, where the federal government says there's still an investigation of the Bidens. Well, the only way you'll be able to get information that way is to have the strength to be able to get the documents you need. I was concerned when asked a question that I haven't seen an administration act this way at the same time as Nixon did by withholding information. If we do not, if they do not provide the information we need, then we would go to an impeachment inquiry. Impeachment inquiry, which simply is an investigation and providing Congress the power to do that investigation. You know what he sounds like, Casey, and every man who has either married, been married or been in a long-term relationship knows this feeling where you have done something that has angered your wife or, or, uh, or girlfriend, whether you have maybe uh, stayed out at the golf course too long, <laughs> maybe you, uh, you know, ended up somewhere on an adventure that wasn't previously disclosed, and you have to make the sale on why this wasn't quite as bad as the other person perceives it to be mm-hmm. and that is what he sounds like he being kevin mccarthy every time he talks he is trying to convince the media that he's right just make a damn statement you are the speaker of the house of representatives you don't have to co- uh, convince these people of anything be a man well he keeps saying we need more evidence Wh- what more do they need we have whistleblowers we have bank records they're now saying that the Bidens have an offshore bank account these 20 different shell companies you know bribery is listed in the constitution as something the president cannot do they have enough evidence impeach him already charge him with something move forward let's go all right can we when we come back can we talk about what todd young is wasting time on now (laughs) you want to do that uh yes and i'm actually uniquely qualified Mm -hmm. to comment on this this topic. Okay. Uh, Todd Young, your radio, what do they have in common? We'll tell you coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. John is in a basement mixing up the medicine. I'm on a pavement thinking about the government. Ten minutes in front of ten, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So it was uh, about ten days ago I left to go on vacation and uh, drove down to Florida. And while I was driving through, I believe it was Tennessee, I heard a commercial come on the radio. And it was from the National Association of Broadcasters. Yes. And that's more like a public service announcement. Sure. But they said that the NAB needs your help to keep AM radio in cars. Dias. Text AM radio to 52886. Yes. And I thought, well, all right, I'm game. Let's see what happens here. So I sent the text and then moments later, I got a reply back and it said, opt in and take action now. Click this link. So I clicked the link and you have to fill out your name and your area code and then boom, it popped up and said, 
Todd Young needs your help oh. with this. Oh, wow. He recently co-sponsored this bill. It's AM for Every Vehicle Act. And the bill aims to guarantee the AM radio in any new will stay in new vehicles while not passing additional costs on to the purchaser of the vehicle. Okay, so let me make sure I understand this. Todd Young is spending his time, his priorities. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, uh, it's not uh, you know, on tax reform. It's not on uh, government spending. It's not on figuring out a way to uh, secure the the southern border. Uh, it, the, Todd Young is spending his time on making sure that AM radios stay in cars. Is that correct? Yep, okay, you got it. Very good. Well, that seems like an exact sort of thing Todd Young would spend his time on. Uh, I wonder if before he did that, as he was holding hands with his adult supervision slash Senate father, Mitch McConnell, if he had to ask permission to do that, or you know how sometimes with your kids, you'll just let them go out on their own and see what sort of trouble they can get into without daddy's adult supervision. Uh, okay, I am uniquely qualified to comment on this because I once owned an AM radio station. And I will tell you this, Casey, that uh, AM radio, and this pains me to say this because it is, uh, you know, I'm a radio nerd and a radio just lifer. The AM band is in serious trouble. Uh, many, many people with the rise of uh, podcasts and, and online streaming want things even better than they get it in, in FM where you're hearing us now. There's a reason this radio station 15 plus years ago left the heritage beloved dial position of 1070 and went over to 93.1 because Mr. Smallian, who owned the company at the time, recognized that the AM band was in trouble and that was 15 years ago. People are simply not consuming much of anything. Now, they will consume some talk-oriented program still on AM, but from a musical standpoint, there is nothing being consumed over there. And I will tell you how dead the market is, and this was multiple years ago now, I tried for years to sell my AM radio station, had absolutely no luck, and then uh, was able to, because I'm very intelligent and employed very intelligent people, was able to get what they call an FM uh, translator, Translator. Mm -hmm. where you are able to broadcast the AM signal on FM, which was a government act done because the government recognized that the AM band was dying and AM radio stations were going to die and it was not fair to owners of AM radio stations that they were going to basically go out of business because radio stations are governed by the federal government. Even the government admitted this is there, there is not the market there once was for this thing. And as such, we're going to, air quote, give away. Now, it was very expensive to put the thing on the air. It wasn't free to put it on the air. But if you go through the proper channels and paperwork, and it took about a year, we will give you the ability to transmit via FM airwaves. Within six months, I had the radio station sold. Why? Because there was immense value in an FM FM radio radio station. There's no value to many people now in the AM because of the dying market for it. And... I hate to say this, but this is not something our government should be wasting its time on if the producer of the vehicle does not believe the consumers want AM radio, then what business is it of Todd Young to tell them a, cons- a, a private company 
must put something in an automobile that the consumer of the automobile does not want. That's it, exactly. Why is the government choosing what businesses do? And shouldn't the marketplace decide that? I'm curious, you said that you sold your AM yes. station. Many yes. people, they're unable to do that. They end up giving them away yeah. to universities or churches and use it as a tax write-off. That's because they're not as brilliant businessmen as I am. Why wouldn't you want to do business with me, Casey? And would anyone feel less safe if every AM radio station in Indianapolis went off the air tomorrow? Well, there's a reason Mr. Smallian took 1070 off the air and sold the land because the land was more valuable more than, more than, than 1070. Yes. Yeah. It is 955. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning.